Hi, hello, uh, this is the 28th demonstration of the system and we have to ask a question which is did yesterday's demo title, uh, Don't You Think That Names Should Be The Only Things That Matter, predict the future? Are we, at Tall Tales, literally a prophet? It's probably too soon to say, but there is certainly some very interesting discussion following uh, our first act, who is uh, Tall Tales' regular guest star. Maybe star is too small a word. Talltales regular guest galaxy, Mike Westcott. Chapter 4. We are the champions. The toilet's in the cabinet office, uh, in a state of flux lately, and I've had a ringside seat with being on the facilities transition task force. I know it sounds fancy, seeing as I'm only there on the Young Workfinders Quick Start scheme, but they make things sound more flashy than they are. Like, one of the other things I do is called procurement administration, meaning I get a bunch of PB404s from Donald Monteith's desk and type them in on the system. Meanwhile, Donald is a procurement executive, meaning he gets blank PB404s and writes numbers in the boxes. But what he dreams of doing is procurement policy, which apparently means choosing what boxes go on the PB404 in the first place. So, at least Facilities Transition Task Force is something practical, even if it is just replacing the flush handles with water-saving touchpads, which Monica still talks about from last year like it was Desert Storm. Except this year, we're not even doing that. We used to pay a company called Easy Cleany to send a bloke with a moustache to clean the toilets while singing Queen songs. But the new plan is to pay a bigger company called Service Tech a bit more, and they'll pay Easy Cleany to send the same bloke to clean the same toilets, singing the same Queen songs. Or perhaps different Queen songs. I've not read the small print. Donald says they do that quite a lot. It's called adding a layer of simplicity. Even so, it's still a transition, and I add an actionable to do an impact assessment on the transition mitigation plan meaning we'd put up signs in the toilets saying please leave this area in the condition you would wish to find it and I was supposed to see if it had made any difference. First, I tried Monica on reception. I mentioned Monica before, she's the one with the tie-dye scarf that teaches Pilates. And I asked her whether she'd seen the toilets 1, much deteriorated, to 10, much improved. She said she'd seen 5, no change but she'd also seen no sign. And Keisha, Keisha does reception too, she's the one with the cleavage that auditioned for Big Brother 7, Keisha said that's because she'd taken it out. She explained she'd thought the toilets were fine before, and the only thing spoiling them now was my sign cluttering up the mirror. So if she was going to leave the area in the condition she'd wished to find it, she'd have to take it down. So I think next time we'll make one that says... Please leave this area in the condition someone else with better standards than you would wish to find it. By then, Donald had come over and he said he always tried to leave the toilets in a good state, but lately that hadn't always been possible. Monica said, Donald, are you referring to our new digital water-saving touch flash? And then she leaned into me and said, Donald sometimes has trouble with buoyancy. Donald said, 
It was no trouble with the old flesh, although I have observed that if I ever return after the cleaner's been, they've always gone, and I don't know how he does it. Is he knocking them down with the brush? Because I've tried that, and it can't be done. You can't just push them down. You have to flick them round, and they always bob back up. It's like anti-gravity snooker. Maybe he's scooping them out. I hope he's not scooping them out. The next time I was in the toilets, in my personal capacity, the cleaner was in there. My mum said I should always talk to the cleaners, because they're only cleaners until their English is good enough for something else. Which is alright, but how do you start? Nodding over at a skid mark and saying, hey, you've your work cut out there, is pretty mank even for Farnworth. But I had me actionable, so I cut into his radio gaga. It was called Zoran, it was from Serbia, and when I asked him how it was going with service tech, he said, oh yes, good. Supervisor, old friend of service tech man. Get good deal for us. As you say, lovely jubbly. I wouldn't, but he weren't to know. Then I said, hey, you know, you sometimes get floaty ones. How'd you get rid of him? He didn't crack on till I'd sort of mimed being a floaty one. And he said, oh yes, the light ones. I do, we are the champions. It's easy. We are the champions. I show you. And he showed me into one of the cubicles. But at that moment, a massive bloke came in and said something in Serbian. And Zoran went into the cubicle with him instead. They kept on talking Serbian for all the time it took me to wash my hands, making sure I obeyed my own sign. And then, just as I was going back through to the office, Zoran came out straight after me with a face like a crashed Subaru. I asked him what that had been about, and Zoran said, Supervisor, get good deal. For him. Zoran had just been given his cards because of his leave to remain papers. They weren't out of order. They weren't out of order. So they'd had to pay him proper minimum wage. People with dodgy papers would have to get what they were given and keep quiet. Supervisor pockets the difference and kicks a bit back to his mate in service tech to look the other way. I know I'd only just met him, but I'll tell you this. When you've had a conversation with a man while pissing into a urinal that he's trying to clean around, you feel like you owe him one. Only, I didn't fancy my chances. Because in the cabinet office, nothing takes less than six months. Everything needs about six signatures. And I'm only here on Young Work Finders Quick Start Scheme. When I got back to my desk, I asked Donald if that's just the way it was. And he said, sorry to disappoint me, but yes. And I said, in that case... I was sorry to disappoint him, because regarding his buoyancy question, the trailer got as far as we are the champions and gone cold. Donald said, Hmm, we are the champions, what can that be? It's one of his songs, but why that one? There used to be a television programme called We Are the Champions. It was children's spots. They did obstacle races and fishing things out of swimming pools. Oh, my stars, he is scooping them out. I popped off to make Donald one of his calming down teas. When I got back, he was staring at his stack of PB404s and saying, The PB404s. So I picked him up and went to type him in, and he said, No, do you know what they are? He said, Whenever a company starts a government contract, there's a PB404. And the service tech one was starting that day, so 
it would be in the pile. Donald said he could fiddle it, so they'd have to review the contract for a couple of weeks. And meanwhile, we'd have to sign with Easy Cleaney again, except Donald would be able to tell them, word to the wise, might be easier if they gave us a different supervisor. Of course, Donald would then lose his job. And I realised that when a man finds out another man's been fishing his floaters out, it creates obligations I might never fully understand. But even so, we had to look at it this way. At least Zoran had transferable skills. He knew how to clean up floating turds, which was more than either of us did. But Donald's been in the cabinet office 20 years. There was nowhere else for him to go. And his PB404s were like his children. He couldn't go fiddling with them. But I could. I'm only on Young Workfinder's Quick Starts game, which puts me about on a level with the toaster. I'd get retraining, Max. When I got to the right form, Donald showed me how to type it in wrong right. The system went red, he rang service tech and told them there'd been a complication in the layer of simplicity. And I'm sorry this story hinges on swapping a tick from box 16 into box 15c, but we're in real life, not Hollyoaks. I tried to find Zoran to give him the good news. Keisha said we didn't have a number for him, but... I didn't need one, because he'd been outside sitting on a wall all afternoon, ploughing through a bottle of vodka and totally murdering fat-bottomed girls. I couldn't tell him who he really had to thank, but I did tell him to go to reception, ask for Donald Monteith, and show him we are the champions. I watched while Donald came out. As he shook hands with Zoran, there was this quiet tension between them that you'd recognise if you've seen a lot of kung fu films. Zoran took Donald into the gents and I heard a noise like an aeroplane taking off and then Donald came out with the front of his trousers wet and a big smile on his face and he said <laughs> brilliant it's a cord for the flush two long pushes short push two long pushes we are the champions but you have to stand back because it, <laughs> it makes the water come out under pressure didn't get it I weren't even born okay now if you know me you will know that one of my favourite times of any year is the uh, is the period when the name of the year competition is running usually the votes are on Twitter it was hosted by Deadspin for a while this year, it was sort of a bit hosted by a thing called Unnamed Temporary Sports Blog. Anyway, this is a thing where there are 32 heats and they get down to a final and the internet votes on this year's great names as discovered around the world and sent into the name of the year committee. They're in four quadrants named after previous great names, the Bulltron Regional, the Dragon Wagon Regional, the Crotch Tangle Regional, and the Sithole Regional. Now, you do come across some very interesting issues as a long-term watcher of Name of the Year, one of which is that what is particularly funny to an English viewer or listener or reader is not necessarily what's funny to the Americans who do most of the voting. Like, for instance, in extraordinary scenes a few years ago, your Majesty Lumpkins did not win. Uh, I, I think he was he was knocked out by a guy called Marmaduke Treblecock, or certainly did worse than a guy called Marmaduke Treblecock. Absolutely 
baffling situation. And last year, the winner was Pope Thrower, which everyone was disappointed by. I personally thought the 2019 competition was the weakest I've seen. This year's competition, I was extremely pleased to discover yesterday. And when I say we prophesied the future by calling the Tall Tales demonstration of yesterday name of the year, what I really mean is that we prophesied the very recent past, because I have come to this after a few days and have missed voting. I missed voting in the first round, which desperately upset me. Anyway, here are this year's names. I'm just going to read out the names of this year's name of the year competition. You may want to go make yourself some tea if you don't find funny names funny, but I'm just going to read these out because they fill me with simple joy. So we start with, uh, they're, they're all seeded. I, I won't tell you the numbers of all the seeds, but where the seeding seems not to relate to what I think the quality of the name is, I'll mention it a little bit. Uh, the number one seed in the Bultron Regional is uh, really excellent and a good, strong favourite, Math Daniel Squirrel. He's playing Kermit Quisenberry. He's actually quite a strong 16 seed and unlucky to be going up against Math Daniel Squirrel. Then you've got Flo Low against Hannah Moody Goo. Ikea Perrier against Gravity Goldberg. Mystical McGee against Symmetric Strong. Quite a strong uh, little... A sub game there. I think both of them are good good players. Uh, Jan six the eleventh <laughs> against Travodka Lundy. Good. I like six the eleventh. Dan might slappy against Waffles Natush. Waffles Natush only a fourteenth seed. I mean, well worth a punt. Gennaro Bizarro against Rod Gods and Dr. Reason Machete against Kaiser Pontoon. Now I think Dr. Reason Machete will do well. I personally, because I come from, uh, I, I was born in Zimbabwe. I have a know a lot of knew a lot of people when I grew up with names of the reason, charity, chastity type. Which so those names never particularly go down with me. But fair enough. Uh, then you've got in the Sithole Regional, Bluebell Iconoclastes, strong. That I can't believe Iconoclastes is a common Greek name. Might be, but goes very well with Bluebell. And I also think that if you don't have a good first name, you shouldn't be going far in this. Sometimes they do, but you really shouldn't. Bluebell Iconoclastes against Derek Grunfelder McCrank. Uh, Smoky Bacon against Chad... Smoky Bacon against Chadfield Clapsaddle. That probably doesn't sound real, Smoky Bacon, Smoky with an I. But they do do research now because they've been caught out before with some fake names. Dr. Flounsey Caver, Flown with a hyphen, with a apostrophe in the middle, against Zebulon Vermilion. Uh, cocaine Mothershed against Destiny Guns. Cocaine Mothershed, good name. Mickey Mental against Rain Schwinghammer. Uh, Fat John Cake, one word, against Helga Radio. Oh, great little. So that's another one. The three and four, three versus 14 games have both been excellent so far. That's. Uh, that's uh, Dan Might Slappy versus Waffles and Natouche and Fat John Cake against Helga Radio. Then you've got Lowell Snorf the Third and Perfecto Cuervo. Uh, and finally, Rod McQuality and Silky Carlo. I think Rod McQuality is way overseeded at two. Uh, in Dragon Wagon, you've got Infinite Cult Pleasure against Katie Smirchker Stuffy Fudd. Uh, you've got Vanilla Bean against Eileen Strong O Boy. 
much there. Dr. Welcome Bender against Sovereign Valentine. Robespierre Bolivar against Zeke Biggers. Robespierre Bolivar. It's got to got to be a good got to be in with a chance. Billy Jack but Billy Jack Buzzard against Seaborn Attaway. Uh, Carmela Mustachio against Courvoisier Dingle. Courvoisier Dingle is the sort of name that goes a long way. That's only a 14 seed. I don't know why. I don't particularly go for it, but all that's there. It is all the same. Learjet de la Cruz against Baron Cashdollar. Learjet de la Cruz. Love that. And Nazareth Pantaloni Third against Steve Cakebread. Nazareth Pantaloni Third. Oh, yes, you, yes, you must, you must meet my grandpop, Nazareth Pantaloni. And, you know, I come from a long line of Nazareth Pantalonis. Then you've got uh, Beanbag America against Conley Wolfswinkle. We're now into the crotched angle regional. Beanbag America is the number one seed. Adonis Expose against Adolphus Hailstalk. Adolphus Hailstalk. Uh, Jim Burton Vapor against Zorro Maplestone. Drew Watermelon against Dudley Onderdonk. I mean, I think that's probably just a fairly normal sounding name if you're Belgian. Grakwinski McKinstry against Stetson President. Uh, Gemadia Scrogum against Dr. Delight Champagne. Uh, Rembertus Beer Poot against Green Wicks Unthank. And finally, De Coldest Crawford against Glee Van Loon. De Coldest Crawford, I've been waiting for to turn up. I knew he would be in it. He's a uh, he's a an American football star, an incoming American football star. He's nowhere near either of the great American football names of previous tournaments, in my opinion, which were uh, which which were the second the second greatest was Barkevius Mingo, but the uh, um, one of my all-time favourites, I think maybe I even prefer this to Your Majesty Lumpkins, was uh, Debrickashaw Ferguson, which I, th- I mean, really one of the all-time super great names. Anyway, that's the overall tournament. We've had the first round results come in. Uh, Nathaniel Squirrel did beat Kermit Qu- uh, Quisenberry. Any other particularly exciting ones? Oh, in terrible news. Baron Cashdollar beat Learjet de la Cruz. Very disappointing indeed. Uh, Beanbag America, no problem. She's through. Um, Gimardia Scrogan beat Dr. Delight Champagne. No surprise there. Uh, Coldish Crawford's through. Fat John Cake beat Helga Radio. I really like both of those, but fair enough. Absolutely, I'd go for Fat John Cake. Um, in, so, Chadfield Clapsaddle beat Smokey Bacon. I would say that's a slight surprise, but, uh, well, actually, yeah, it was a slight surprise. Chadfield Clapsaddle was a nine seed. Smokey Bacon was an eight. Uh, cocaine Mother Sheds Through. Okay, anyway, oh, Waffles and Natouche is through as a 14 seed. I really think that Waffles and Touche would should go all the way, though up against Jan 6th, Jan or Jan 6th, the 11th. I do like that. I really like uh, uh, the when, when you've got... Uh, when you've got an ordinal number afterwards. Anyway, that's where we are now. Uh, I, I haven't. I'm so excited by doing this that I haven't thought of what to do for music. Okay, I have now thought because I've seen how long I uh, chanted on about name of the year, which I feel a bit bad about, but not very bad. And so we won't do music today. We will save that for tomorrow. We've got some great recordings which have come in. Now we've got some more Brandreth. We've got Taxidermy beautifully recorded, and uh, so. Be good, be good to each other, be well, vote in name of the year, you find it on Twitter, and speak soon.